like to build up all of the uh, all the anticipate. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for it. Let's say hypothetically that I don't know anything about fly fishing. <laughs> yeah, right. It was like this instant eight-way man crush. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the fence. Yeah. The time we've been doing this podcast, I've never seen Uncle Buck perk up his, uh, his dolphin procreation. Like, you just flipped up out of your chair. Yeah, he just blew out his blow. What are you talking about? And that's pretty much my dream coming true is to actually meet you guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm the humblest Shine guy I know. Humble. Work and do uh, trade shows in uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. You meet some pretty wild guys. You blew it! <laughs> I'm the worst PR person ever. Fire me. <laughs> Good morning, guys. Welcome back to the Great American Outdoor Show. It is day eight, and we're kicking off the show with probably one of the best organizations in the world, as far as I'm concerned. Literally, and I'm not just blowing smoke. My favorite guys, the National Wildlife Turkey Federation. I'm here with Steve and Mitch. Mitch, I'm sorry, Mitch. And Mitch, you're a biologist, is That's that correct? Right. Yes, I'm the biologist for Pennsylvania, Maryland, New Jersey, and Delaware. I got you. And Steve Sherman, good morning, boss. Morning, brother. What do you do for the National Wildlife Turkey Federation? I am a local chapter president of the Stony Valley chapter, and I'm also the state chapter vice president. Yeah, and we've worked together before. We have a you guys do a lot of youth field day stuff. We do. We do. Uh, we have uh, the, the youth program for the NWTF is called the Shakes program. It's an acronym, Juniors Acquiring Knowledge, Ethics, and Sportsmanship. Yep. Um, that's sort of our chapter's focus. We do a lot of youth events. We have uh, our Jake's Day every year. Um, we do a youth pheasant hunt. Yep. This year we're hosting a turkey hunt. It's the Jake's Hunt of a Lifetime. And then... Uh, we, well, what you guys helped us out with last year was the oh, Kinsey's Kids Day. Mm-hmm. And the Kinsey's Kids Day is absolutely amazing. That's a blast, um, yep. Kinsey's is one of our biggest supporters for our local chapter. And their Kids Day gets anywhere from 400 to 800 kids. Yeah, that was great. We, uh, You guys have the uh, blow-up uh, BB gun ranges. Yeah. And the kids were having a blast oh, yeah. just shooting, yep. shooting BB guns. You bet. Oh, that was that's, that's one of the biggest highlights anywhere you go when we bring that. Absolutely. So... Down here at the booth, and I always forget what hall this is, but it's row 4200. Yeah, we're booth 4210. 4210. Um, you guys get tons of people. I mean, the show is just open. You already got people cramming your, the front of the booth. You bet. What kind of stuff is the National Wildlife Turkey Federation You know, here to tell everybody at the Great American Outdoor Show? Well, basically what we're doing is we're, we're, we're really trying to trumpet our mission, and our mission is conservation. Yes. And, um, and I'll, I'll let Mitch get a little more into the details about that because that's his expertise. That's his field. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to conservation in the United States, the NWTF leads the way. Um, we have our national headquarters in Edgefield, South Carolina. Um, but then each state has their own chapter and local chapters. Yep. Um, and we all work together as a team. And uh, the amount of work that we do, just the body of work that the NWTF does, is literally incredible. Yeah. So, I, and I'll let Mitch maybe. And that's know. and Steve said it. That's exactly what I said when we started this show. Why I'm such a huge supporter and such a huge believer is that conservation is in conservation, honor, freedom. They're all the same word to me. Conservation is a huge, huge deal, and you guys do such a great job. What do you guys do, man? Yeah, so we have several uh, avenues, I guess, that we go down for uh, putting conservation work on the ground. Obviously, our 
our banquet system uh, generates some money where we actually work with agencies, uh, the Game Commission and DCNR to be a uh, to name a few. Uh, we work with them to put habitat projects on the ground, usually at a fairly local scale at, uh, in one or two chapters, sort of operating areas. Um, and also we pursue some grants for, for matching money that way to do uh, more landscape scale or larger scale type habitat work. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. How do you become a, and this might be personal, how do you become a biologist for the NWTF? Oh, man, that's a long road, my friend. I bet you. <laughs> I bet. Uh, I, I mean, it, it's, it's one that's not really traveled. It's, a lot of people start out on it, but to get to the end, there's only a few. Uh, you know, I, I had to move all across the northeast from Florida to Massachusetts and not make much money for a long time. But, you know, I got to work with the National Wild Turkey Federation in grad school. And uh, they sort of stuck with me, and I sort of sort of picture this as the crescendo, really, of, of a biologist uh, career. I yeah. really like working for them. When people ask me when I, what, what I want to be when I grow up, I'm going to say an NWTF biologist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm only 33 years old. I, I can still do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll but, go with that. It gets, it gets lower and lower every show. <laughs> well, you have the blessing of helping people every day, man. And honestly, I don't know if there's a better job yeah. than that either. So. It is. And there's, I mean, there's so many people here that we... We want the public to get to know, and we want to let everybody know who's here, but there's a few organizations in this building that are bigger than life, and this is this is one of it's them. One of them. It's right on the top of the edge of, of, I don't even know how to say this, but if it wasn't for organizations like yours and yours in general, me and my wife would, I mean, we, we hunt turkey lands that you guys help with in Pennsylvania, um, and we can see... We can see the benefits of you got of, of the NWTF down here in Pennsylvania. Every so. every local chapter can tell you stories about lands that they've helped to improve. Yeah. And uh, one of the cool things about the NWTF is that we truly have a relationship with the Game Commission. Yeah. Like legitimately. Right. Um, you know, we have conversations on a regular basis. We work with them on a wild turkey management plan. And the other important thing, too, is that the NWTF is, yeah, we're the National Wild Turkey Federation. But we aren't just wild turkey. I mean, the habitat work we do provides for all species, yeah. you know, across the board. Um, and, and we find benefits in, in, in working with the Game Commission for... I saw plenty of turkeys. I forget what the, the, the warbler... Yeah, the Golden Wing Warbler. Yeah. That was one of the an NRCS initiative that we jumped in on and really helped improve habitat on private lands. Yeah. And, and, and that habitat is fantastic for turkey. So it all works together, you know. It's an ecosystem, and we need to support all of it. You guys really, I mean, and this is just... I can never, ever get the name right. I will say it wrong every single time. <laughs> but it's what it, it's exactly what's in tune with me. I hear it in my head over and over again. But it is the National Wild Turkey Federation. And I say wildlife all the time because the wildlife that you guys help con do conservation for yep. is amazing. So. And, and, and it really is all wildlife. Um, and the guys that work with you, Steve, and everybody else here, it, you guys just don't do conservation. You're just not biologists. You guys are all out there living it, too. You love to be in the woods. Most of you guys are all die-hard hunters. Amen, Would rather man. be in the woods than in the office. And uh, that's, that speaks mountains. Yep. That, that, that we're not being supported out here by an organization of a, a bunch of people that are trying to, you know, fight for lands or help lands 
that aren't hunters and don't understand us. When we walk up to your booth, anybody here at the Great American Outdoor Show walks up here, you totally understand turkey hunting. You totally understand anybody that comes up here and wants to tell you a turkey hunting story, you got it. I mean, you, oh, yeah. you know. So, But we're made up, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, we're deer hunters. We're trout yep. fishermen. You know, we're trappers. We're, you know, we cover the whole scale. That's what I love you about know. it. And, and it's definitely, it, it's a passion for all of us. It, it truly, it's a passion. Absolutely. If we anybody, wanna, if, if say, anybody yeah. wants to know more and they can't get down to the show, how can they contact, say Mitch, how can they contact you? How can they contact the NWTF to find out more? Yeah, so obviously our, our national website uh, has links to all the state chapters and has all the uh, all the staff. So if someone's trying to contact me, you can definitely find my information on nwtf.org. Uh, and also we have a, a, a state chapter um, website on Squarespace. So if you look up Pens- Google Pennsylvania State Chapter, Squarespace, yeah. you'll be able to find us. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and if, if they're in the local, the, the Harrisburg, Lancaster, Lebanon area, uh, they're welcome to reach out to me. My name's Steve Shireman. Um, our our Facebook page is Stony Valley NWTF. Good. Yep. And uh, they're welcome to come on there, hit me up, hit any of the people in our chapter up. And if they're not from the area, S T O N Y V A L L E Y NWTF. And you guys don't have to be a, a turkey hunter to stop at this booth and ask questions. Please, if you love the outdoors, come down here, hit them up, ask them questions. They love spending time talking to everybody with a passion for the outdoors. Absolutely. Amen. Well, guys, I really appreciate you opening up my show. You bet, brother. Mitch, it was Thanks, a pleasure Dad to Fish. meet you, buddy. Absolutely. Thanks, Will. Yes, sir. Good morning, everybody. Uncle Buck. Uh, I'm standing here at booth 4135, the IWAM Outerwear we're with Sarah Love. And Hi. who else do we have with I'm us? Steve. Oh, the bad boy of podcasting, <laughs> Stevie Sarah. Miser. Hi, Steve. What a great morning we're having. Yeah, we sure are. It's, uh, it's going to be a beautiful day. Man, yep. this is day it's eight, right, of the show? Of day nine. And, man, my voice can feel it. My body can feel it. It's been it's, a good time. It's yeah. been a great time. So what are you guys doing over here at IWAM Outerwear today, Sarah? Well, I am demoing the new fleece series which is a garment the idea behind it is you can go from on your couch to it's a fleece garment that almost looks like a i don't know a snuggie on steroids yeah that's exactly where i was going to go with that great (laughs) description you can it's nice and long like down to your ankles or you can pull it up if you're ready to hit the road you have to get to school to pick the kids up or go grocery shopping and you just pull it up and out the door you're good to go and so, for for everybody out there in podcast land just to help draw a picture for you paint us a picture bucky th- this um i'm gonna go picasso on this um <laughs> this iwam can can be worn as a longer coat or sure. jacket pullover jacket with a three seventy like what a three quarter zipper in it with zipper uh, pockets up front on the chest with a kangaroo pouch with a zipper pocket as well uh, down around the uh, underneath your belly and it hangs just below the waist a little bit but then when you're getting a little bit chillier you can extend this down to some to your ankles yeah and, and it's it's fleece. It it in it it is. It, it looks very comfortable and warm. So, so Sarah, correct me if I'm wrong here. Last year we talked to you. Wow, with the the typical IWAM, what you consider for hunting, you know, spending a long amount of time outside in the cold. Uh, this product that you're demonstrating this year is more of a lifestyle 
Correct. Uh, you know, I mean, sitting around the house, we going have out to the sporting events. That is in black with either mossy oak and real tree, and guys like I've heard of guys taking it out predator hunting, and it's great for like doing a set and then just. It having the elastic uh, band at the bottom, you just pull it up and walk out like a jacket sure. to your next set. However, it's also wonderful for especially the women in your lives that are cold all the time to snuggle up on the couch with it or take it to the bleachers or camping or literally anywhere that you could be a little bit chilly. I a cold mine. office setting. Exactly. I, I work with a lot of ladies that would probably like to put this on some days. It's probably... One of the most versatile garments that I have come across. The idea behind it is almost like it came from like the hunting garment. It can go from almost like you're wearing a blanket to keep warm to like a hoodie jacket. Or you can roll it up like a bag. Or you can just wear it from the waist down and keep your legs warm. Yeah. Or you could wear it around your waist and it's kind of like how you tie a jacket around your waist whenever you're getting too warm. Um, only there's straps to keep it there. So, now, are these one nicer. size fits all? Or there, there are three sizes three size. of them. Bear with me now. So, the first size one that I'm in is the smallest. It's from five two to five eight, small okay. slash medium. And then the next size up is from five nine to six two, large slash extra large. Okay. And then there's five nine to six two, double XL. So this is all based off of someone's height. Correct. Okay. Or, I mean, honestly, if you prefer to be, I don't know, however you prefer to wear clothes. So someone my exact size who prefers to layer up a lot of jackets underneath and wants to kind of be in looser clothing, I could also rock the size up from this. Cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. Sarah, and I'm, I'm looking at one that's a little bit, it's not as light, or light as weight as the fleece um, He's talking about the stadium yeah, shell people. Yeah. <laughs> These are something else. I mean, I I see real practical use out of that. They are wonderful for being in the stadium in all-purpose weather, honestly. Um, they're 100% waterproof. Nice. And when you're going out to maybe a stadium all day, you for sure want to have your bases covered for weather. And I have watched a video on YouTube of... A gentleman wearing this thing and people are walking up out of the stadium at Penn State and he's just chilling, 100% dry, comfortable. Yeah. Everybody else is walking up left and right out of the bleachers. And there were some stand. pretty wet days this past football season up there Correct. at Happy yeah. Valley. I, I was there at one of them. Were you? No, I was blessed with good weather, but I think the week before <laughs> and the week after, I mean, this was would have been wonderful sure. to have yeah. so you can also roll that it's the same design as the one the fleece garment we just went over um it can roll up into a bag and you can fanny pack it in or it can use it as a cushion for before you need it or you can wear it how you can have it the whole way down so you're nice and dry or you can pull up the waistband and it's like a parka but waterproof awesome so it almost looks like you could wear that you know, fishing. if you're on a boat, yeah, get a little bit of splash on you. Great it, fishing that, gear. That take care I've of I've had a few people purchase it for that. It's cool. called the all-purpose shell, the stadium version. Perfect. 
So what, any specials going on at the show? Normally, or we're retailed at one nineteen for the fleece, and uh, our show special is seventy nine ninety nine. Cool. And the stadium version is ninety nine. Cool. Wow. That's a good deal, that is you know, a good for deal. something that. Uh, I mean, it, you can buy a regular hoodie jacket for the seventy nine. Right. Exactly. And right. This is that, and so much more. Right. So much Absolutely. more. Absolutely. Uh, how do people, if they can't make it down to the show, and especially when this uh, episode gets dropped, how can they get a hold of you guys at Iwam Outerwear, Sarah? You get a hold of us on our website at www.iwomouterwear.com. So that's iwomouterwear.com. Cool. Excellent. Inner warmth, outer mobility. Good job. Come on down and <laughs> awesome. get you some. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank Sarah, you. always a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you for your time. <laughs> Good to see you guys. Really appreciate it. <laughs> All right, guys, we were down here again last year, and we're in the Outfitter Hall, and we are down here with Hunt of a Lifetime Foundation. I have a super, super special guest, but before I get to him, Vicki, you guys are doing awesome down here. We are doing awesome. Tell everybody about what you guys do down here. We actually take kids with life-threatening illnesses on hunting and fishing trips. Mm -hmm. All of our children are diagnosed with some form of disease or another that could shorten their life. Uh, since 1999, we've taken over a thousand kids. Um, they pay nothing. Their right. airfares paid. Their lodging. Their licenses. Their hunt. I their just got the hunt. chills. That's so amazing. Yeah. And we throw in a uh, mount. You, to do, you give them the taxidermy yes. to boot. They get a mount of their animal. That is amazing. Mount. It's it's amazing. So you have a special guest with you here, and I I'm do. super excited to meet Sam and his dad, Andy. Yes. Sam. Yes. Hi, buddy. Nice to meet you. Hi. Nice to meet you, too. Tell me what you got to do this year with this foundation. This year, I got to go to Wednesday and go for a dinner. Do you, I cannot believe it. Did you have a good time? Yes, I did, but I did not get a deer. But the wounded warriors got me two deer. The wounded warriors got you two deer down, and then they, they give you the deer for your... Yes, they did. Did they really? Did you have a good time on your hunt, boss? Yes, I did. Now, I hear a rumor, Sam. I hear a rumor that you might be a fisherman. Is that a- yes, I am. I am a fisherman too. Nice, Sam. Nice. Was this a gr- was this a really was this a really great trip for you this year? Yes, it was. It was an excellent trip. I can't believe it, buddy. It the experience of being out in the woods and being able to be the camaraderie here. I, I tell you what, I totally get it, buddy. I totally get it. I'm so happy that you got to get out. Me too. Is this something that Andy was involved with? Dad, I should say. Not on the Letter Kenny hunt. Not on the Letter Kenny hunt. Sam's Letter Kenny hunt was an additional hunt. Oh, was it? Um, Sam, actually, tell him where you went on your original hunt. I went to Michigan. You went to Michigan, all the way to Michigan. All it was, the way to Michigan and back. And was that a deer hunt? He tell him what you went a for. A bear. You went on a bear hunt. Oh, I've never but even I been on a bear hunt. The bear too. How was Michigan? Did you like Michigan? I loved it. You're going to go back one day? Yes, I am. Is it cold there? I always picture Michigan to be cold. Yeah. Yep. I cannot believe that you went all the way to Michigan. That's tell him amazing. What you, tell him what, he missed his bear yep. when he was there, but uh, tell him I what you... I got 42 fish. 
How many? Forty-two. You got forty-two fish. I've never caught forty-two fish in my life, and I'm a pro angler. Uh, one day. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not a pro angler, but I want to be one day. One of these days, I'll catch 42 fish whenever we go fishing. You going to show me how to do it? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Vicki, what do you guys got coming up this year? Uh, as far as this year, we actually have, uh, for people who are located here in Pennsylvania, um, we have a big event in September, yep. Labor Day weekend. Um, it's just a big pig roast. People come out, support the foundation, have a good old time. That sounds um, great. We have a Chinese auction table where there's like 100 items. They have another gun table. It's just an all-around great time. They have the hot rods there, which was yep. which was one of Sam's favorite parts. He got to go for a ride in the hot rod. But um, it blew up. It blew up. <laughs> <laughs> hot rods normally up. do that. Um, kind of for the thing. But there, there are you know, throughout Pennsylvania, uh, you can go to our website and look for events there. Um, we have, uh, you know, at various archery clubs, people always look for ways that they can help. You know, the smallest thing, like doing an archery shoot Absolutely. at your club no, and, and, you know, donating the proceeds. You know, I have two that I work with down in the York area that do that for me. Do they really? So it's, it's all about finding something in common with what these kids like to do. Absolutely. My heart is so warm. And it's not just over your organization. To actually get down here and meet Sam, I am a giant fan of yours, buddy. I, I might be your number one fan now. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, are you, now, just in a few minutes, Mr. Kyle, see that tall fella right there? Yeah. We're going to go Facebook Live, and I want you to tell everybody in the world that's going to watch that, I want you to tell them how many fish you caught in one day. Because. Uh -huh. Because then I'm going to go Facebook Live right after that and tell them that I wish that I could have caught 42 fish in one day. <laughs> what kind of fish were we fishing for? Tell them. A northern pike. You caught northern 42 northern pike. And, and crappies. And crappies, and crappies. yep. Crappies. Yep. How big was your northern pike? That big. Yeah, <laughs> this that big. big. Like a true fisherman. <laughs> it was that big. I love yeah. it. Sam, thank you so much for talking to me. You're Andy. Welcome. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Vicki, if they want to find out more on how to help or just find out more about your organization, where can they find you? They can go to our website at www.huntofalifetime.org. You can see our kids' bios. You can see as far as what we need. We're looking for for hunts. Um, you can go there and just check us out. Find out what we're all about. I love it, and I love what you're all about. And Thank my, you. My heart absolutely is melting coming down here. And uh, I tell you what, Sam, it was a true pleasure to meet you, boss. It was a true Pleasure to you too. All right, buddy. You keep getting out there and catching them fish. This is Uncle Catfish, and we were down here in the Outfitter Hall. What booth number is this? We are 4614. Yeah. 4614. Come down here and talk to Sam. He's super excited to talk to you, aren't you? Yes, I am. Meet everybody in the industry. Thanks, guys. All right, guys, this is Catfish. We've made our way down to the Outfitter Hall. We are at booth 5525. I'm with DK, Casey, and Nancy, and we're at Avula Safaris. And our buddies over at Bone Cold TV said that if you want to go to African Hunt, we got to come down and talk to Nancy. Nancy, how long have you been doing this? Over eight years. Really? Eight years, yep. Absolutely. I've been in the industry since I'm five. Really? I've been a hunter since I'm five and had the opportunity eight years ago to work with a South African outfitter. And now we have Avula Safaris with five locations throughout South Africa, lending itself to bow hunting or rifle hunting, 
So having multiple locations, it helps us to make sure that every safari is personalized. Yeah, yeah. Where are you? Where are these five locations at? We go from the border of Botswana mm-hmm. down to Cape Town. Nice. And that's quite a, that's quite a stretch. That's quite a stretch through there. It is quite a stretch, but then it lends ourselves to Southern Greater Kudu, which are up north. Yeah. To the Cape Kudu, which are down south. Sure, absolutely. Um, gives us different species of zebra. Mm-hmm. So you can go to a Hartman zebra or a Burchell zebra. Sure. And again, lending ourselves. If you're a bow hunter, we're going to send you further up north. Absolutely. And if you're a rifle hunter on our 60,000 acre ranch in. How many species are there of zebra? Five. Five. I, I did not, I had no clue. I thought, I thought there was three, so I learned something new today. Yeah, yeah five, five species. There's a lot of color phases that come into golden wildebeest, black impala. Okay. So there's a lot of stuff that we can offer people a variety of things. That's awesome. Including the big five. Sure, absolutely. We do concessions in Zimbabwe, Mozambique, and Namibia. Mm. So typically, when people come to hunt with you, um, how long is the typical hunt when you come over there? We recommend a minimum of seven days. Yeah. Uh, Fourteen and a half hour flight from the states. If you go for five days, it feels like you just got there and sure. it's time to go home. So we do recommend seven days. If you're doing some dangerous game, leopard things like that, we recommend fourteen days. Sure, okay. absolutely. Um, can I now for like? I'm going to say five years, maybe eight years. My wife, Lacey, right here with us, is we've been talking about coming to Africa. It's on our bucket list. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I don't I don't see any reason not to come unless, can I kill a warthog when I'm with you? Absolutely, that's 100%. What I, that's what I want to kill. And that, warthog is one of the most popular. Yeah, the warthog is something that's on my bucket list to come over and do. And I know everybody, you know, that wants to go to Africa has, you know, the greater kudos, uh, honestly, you know, obviously one of the things that I've always been staring at, especially in this hall. In this hall, there's tons of taxidermy around the room, so to see the, the kudus are amazing. Um, and when I stare at them, you know, as me as a, a hunter and a sportsman in me, there's something magnetic there going, oh, that's that's it. And then I walk past the warthog and go, yeah, that's it. Like, that's the, <laughs> Two different ends of the spectrum. It there. is, yeah. <laughs> so I get all excited and fly the whole way to Africa to hunt a warthog, but honestly, it would be on the top of my list. Yeah, you know, it, just, it is for a lot of people, warthog, baboon, but no one should leave Africa without kudu. Okay. Right. Yep. It just great. It just screams kudu. You twisted my arm. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, you know, our listeners might be thinking, you know, Africa, how long does that take to get there? What, what's the typical flight situation? It's, if you leave out of JFK, New York, mm-hmm. you're looking at about 14 and a half hours. Okay. But it's a direct flight. It flies you into Johannesburg. Then whatever area we decide is good, conducive for your hunt, Mm -hmm. usually there's another hour flight that you would take. And then we meet you right there, take you to the lodge, and we start our hunt immediately as long as you're up to it. It's yeah. a, it's a lot like a, you know like a, like Alaska when you fly into Anchorage you still have another small flight somewhere a puddle blah, blah, jump to yep. get there yeah okay yeah. exactly you're That's up awesome. you're down yeah absolutely Casey where do you fall into the mix of all this um well I actually was ten years taxidermist nice and she needed my help asked me to come on board and I said sure why not so now when when we book a hunt. Are you going to help with the taxidermy on the back end, or are you are you no longer do taxidermy? No, I no longer do taxidermy. Okay. I'm with her full time. Full time. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Now, do you got now? Do you do you travel back and forth from Africa every year? Yeah, 
I have some large groups like Bone Cold who yeah. will come over, which is the three gentlemen for the hosts of yep. Bone Cold, and then they'll bring eight, nine, ten people with them. Yeah. So in a group that size, I like to go with them. Okay. So I go over to Africa at least once a year with the larger groups. Yep, yep. Um, other than that, you know, I try and spend a couple of extra weeks there, have my own fun. There you go. It's hard to go to Africa and not, you know, pull a bow or something. Yeah. No, you, I don't know how you could. It's hard. Yeah. Casey went for her first time this year. Yes, I did. Nice. One of the things that I really want to see over there, not like off the subject of hunting, is I would love to see the, whatever that, I forget what it's called, the Mara River where the crocodiles mm-hmm. like uh, attack the wildebeest and the zebras. Yep, you want to see the migration. I do. How far away is that if from any place where, where you would be? It's a flight. Is it's it a flight? Uh, Yeah, it's pretty far from where we are, but we do offer touring. So along with hunting, I'll have hunters that will come and spend five days hunting and then five days touring. Sure. And we offer um, diving with sharks in the cage. Oh, oh yeah. Awesome. Wine tours, golf tours. We've hooked up with Ernie Els, who's a professional golfer. Okay. Most people know him. Yep. Um, he's got a beautiful PGA golf course and a winery. We do ostrich farms, the big five animal parks, hang gliding. There's just so much to see in Africa. Absolutely. And to limit yourself to just hunting, it's a shame. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to fit all that into two weeks. Yeah, I don't know because I'd like to see the, uh, what Lake Victoria, Victoria yep. Falls. Victoria as well. Falls, the Zimbabwe side is much nicer. Yeah. You can see a lot from Vic Falls, but a lot of people don't realize too. There's great tiger fishing by really? the falls. Yes. Oh. DK. We didn't Sounds even know great. that. Great tiger that. fishing, yeah. And we yeah. can help you with all of that. Oh, yeah. that's great. So if you come down here and talk to Nancy, she can pretty much put you on whatever you need to do when you're there. Absolutely. It? Touring, photo safaris, and hunting. Yeah. Casey, this was your first year going to Africa. What was a highlight? Because most people that are listeners, it might be their first time. What, you know, you can compare first time highlights. First time, it was just nothing what I expected at all. And then the animals. You come around a corner, you see three kudu bulls up on top of the mountain. Come around another corner, you see Cape Buffalo in the bush. Breathtaking. It's unbelievable. It really is. The heart of a hunter, they say, you know, once they go to Africa, it's it scars them. It's in them. They can't get it out of their head. I, I hear this a lot from my friends that have gone, people in the industry that say once you hunt Africa, you're you're magnetized to go back and go back, and you can't think of anything else. And I've not yet been there myself, and I've hunted, uh, you know, extremely far north in the middle of nowhere in Alaska. So I get that because I'm magnetically drawn back to the north of Alaska. So I know once we make it to Africa, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna have to come back over and over again. If I have to sell the sell the Tacoma, I'll, I'll, well, I'll be Tacoma, honest with you. I probably have an 80% repeat clientele. Is that it? That yeah, book before they even leave the lodge <laughs> the first time. That's great. Because it does. She gets under your skin. She gets in your blood. Africa is just an amazing place. The people are very nice. The food is phenomenal. How's come? And this is a side note. How's come everybody drives Land Rovers? And what? A, you cannot kill a Toyota over there. No. <laughs> I mean, I drive a Tacoma myself. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they're bulletproof truck. But every time I see a video of Africa, there's they're all over the place. Yeah. That's like the typical vehicle. That is, you're 100% correct. You yeah. can't kill them there. With, and the roads are so bad. Yeah. You know, with the bumps and the dirt and the, yeah. the briars, the brush. All the yeah, all it, the time. It adds it adds to the the, the must of being in Africa. Yeah. You know, like it, it adds, I think that adds to it. Because anybody that really wants to get off grid and hunt anything that's, go on a hunt of a lifetime. Um, 
I can't imagine that all that the, the bumpy roads, you know, the, the coming around a corner, running running into a Cape Buffalo, whatever the case may be. I don't know how you would come back. Like, how do I say, Nancy? Uh, I'm sad. I got to leave today, but I'm not leaving. Like, I they do all myself, the time. Lock myself in the lodge, and you're not getting. I rid have of me. so many clients, even the men, that'll get teary-eyed on the day that they leave. Oh, jeez. You know, because you become family with us. Yeah. For us, it's not. Look, we all want to harvest a nice animal. The harvest is seconds right, compared is. to the whole picture. The adventure. So it's the adventure prior to and the adventure after, and that's where Casey and I come in. Okay. That you're able to call me, and from day one we're helping you plane flights passports rifle importing all the paperwork your permits everything we are here for you in the states one phone call that's yeah. great and that that's nice to have that safety net to, to, to have a little bit of weight off your shoulders absolutely well i tell you what tell everybody how if they want if they want to come hunt with you or they just want to find out more about you or ask you questions Tell them how they can find you. Very easy. You can go on our website at www.avulasafaris.com, and it's A-V-U-L-A. Or you can email me, nancy at avulasafaris.com, or you can find us on Facebook. And, and just, sitting, just sitting with Nancy and Casey for the first time, she said it exactly. Rutten River believes in the same thing. Brotherhood, family, it's the same word. You know, we don't just come out and talk to everybody here at the show. We try to make long-lasting family memories because the stronger we are together, the stronger the industry is, you know, the stronger our heritage is. And sitting with you right away, you're, I'm just meeting you. You know, we've, we've met a couple times running to each other yep. in the hallway. That's who I'm coming hunting with. Well, thank you. I appreciate it very much, and thank you very much for stopping by the Avula booth. We appreciate it. I so hope we can get there, DK. You're Sounds going. Great. You're going to short drift me for them tiger fish. Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Nancy. You're Casey. welcome. Thank you. Thank, you, thank you. Hey, guys. We are here with God's Country Outfitter at booth 5730, uh, coming to you from the Great American Outdoor Show. We're with Nick Johnson. Uh, Nick, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what God's Country offers and uh, kind of when you guys got started. Uh, we got started here at God's Country in 2008. Uh, we offer Osceola turkeys, wild hogs, and trophy alligators. Uh, our motto is you come as clients, leave as friends. Uh, yeah. We have a personal touch to everything we do. We love what we do, and we put 120% into everything that we do here at God's Country. Absolutely. Kyle, I think you can personally attest to that, right? <laughs> I can. Yeah, I was actually down at uh, God's Country last February, uh, February 2017. Um, went down with a large group of guys. Um, every single one of us got at least one hog, and actually some of us doubled up. No kidding. Um, and the, the thing that's awesome or that I enjoyed about our trip is there's a variety. So they gave us the option. It's like they you can run dogs, uh, which you typically do in the morning. And then once you do that, you usually get a couple out of that. And then you usually sit in the evening into the night. And then that's kind of dependent on how long you're willing or able to sit. But cool. And uh, the success rate with us was 100%. So Is that pretty typical, Nick? Yeah, pretty typical for the 100%. Um, it is all free range, so I don't want to sit here and lie to you and tell yeah. you you're going to kill one. Yeah. Um, it, it's all free range, so it's hunting. It's real mm -hmm. deal hunting. Uh, with the dogs, it's definitely 100% because they go out there and do the work for you. You know, they kind of cut the guides a little slack. Yep. You know, but That's awesome. Might be a little rough getting to them yeah. sometimes, though. Huh? Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, now, why don't you tell us a little bit about your turkey hunts and the gator hunts? Because I know, I mean, when we were down there hunting hogs, I mean, the amount of turkeys that we saw was just 
yeah. outrageous. Yes, sir. We've we've got quite a few turkeys down there. Uh, we've got a hundred percent success rate on our turkeys in the last two years. Before that, amazing. Uh, we knock them down, man. We've got about twenty-five thousand acres of all private land that we hunt for these birds. Uh, our guides are some of the best in the world, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, they've all grown up in that area. We've all grown up together, all grown up hunting birds, all grown up that style of hunting Osceolas. Yep. Uh, you know, these guys get it done. They knock them down. And as you can see, you know, 40 hunters, 45 turkeys killed, 100% success. That's crazy. 35 turkeys killed in the first day last year. These are that, beautiful birds, too, these yes. pictures you have in your booth. Just gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous that, turkeys. That's an awesome statistic, too, yeah. I mean, yeah. to be able to be yeah. like, yep, 100% success Everybody yeah. kills a bird. It's, yeah. it's great, man. And our lodging facility is absolutely beautiful. Uh, it's all hand-built, uh, yeah. mostly built with trees that we milled off the property itself, cut yeah. down, took, really? took and logged, uh, took them to a local sawmill. They milled them up, and we Amazing. built everything out of, out of pine and stuff like that. Uh, Everybody from our community is what built built our our lodge. Um, yeah, it's great. It's yeah. it's a it's a home down to earth kind of place. Yeah, yeah, and I can personally attest to the lodge too. I mean, the the wood that he's talking about, it's got this beautiful like gray hue to it that you're not gonna find that at, at a Lowe's or a Home cool. Depot. It's That's got cool. some awesome character. And a, a lot of the cypress that came out has came out like from our river there in the St. Johns where we do our gator hunts and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, cypress off the property itself that's been milled. And that's kind of all the trim work to everything, all the real pretty stuff. Everything's hand-built, yep. 100%. Nice touch. Yes, sir. Nice it's great. Touch. So you got turkeys, you got hogs. Tell me about this gigantic head that I'm looking <laughs> at here. Well, that gator right there, he was about 10 foot long. The one to your left was a little over 12, oh, actually. Oh, man. Wow. Um, so we offer trophy alligator hunts. Uh, those start August 15th and go through November 1st. Uh, we do those out of the boat at nighttime. Uh, it's more of a run-and-gun style. It's all-night adrenaline rush kind of thing yep. yeah. uh, keep your blood pumping we're running oh. up on gators all night long uh, we'll run up so the way we do it is we run up with boats run them kind of pin them between I wouldn't say pin them we stun them between the bank and the boat yeah. uh, and, and if it's in the size range you're wanting to take we're going to hit him with the harpoon get that buoy right there in them once you have that buoy in them you can't lose them yeah. so then we run them down where they roll out into the deep water or wherever they go and then we get some of these big snag hooks right here in them and then, it, then the battle really on you can't put a lot of pressure on that harpoon line because it's just a small thing uh so then once you're hand lining man it's <laughs> you're hand lining a yeah. 10 yeah. foot alligator yeah that's it's insane. rock and roll yeah 650 insane. pounds of fury you know uh we average eight <laughs> to ten foot um i can explain this a heck of a lot faster than we're actually gonna go and do <laughs> yeah. it uh but once you get them up to the side of the boat you hit them with a 357 bang stick and uh that usually lights out pretty quick yeah um, we offer off some stuff cast them with the fishing pole snagged them with the fishing pole and then, no way yeah yeah wow. that's when it's a nice calm evening or sometimes if we see a gator out in the open water at night time we can kind of slip up ease up on them real quiet and flip that baby over them and snag them up and <laughs> game on yeah that's, lines that's are great. tight oh wow now what's uh what's the typical hunt uh run for you guys between hog turkey and gator uh so hog hunts go anywhere from 300 to 450 okay. we offer that in the box stand hunts uh nighttime spot and stock with thermal imaging as well as the dogs, which is my most fun hunt, in yeah. my opinion. That uh, thermal imaging hunt, that's, that's got to be like, yeah. that's amazing. It's kind of It's kind of like being in the military, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. You really, uh, you don't, I've been running these swamps my whole life, man, and you don't uh, realize how much stuff is really out there alive until you can see it oh, at absolutely. nighttime, you know. I'll bet that freaks you out a bit. Yeah, yeah it'll give you the willies yeah. every once in a while yeah. for sure. But um, 
For, so for the gator hunts, those start at 3,500 for the trophy hunts at nighttime. Uh, those are two-day hunts. Uh, everything's included except for your, your trapping license. Other than that, we've got all the alligator tags and stuff like that, includes meals, lodging. And then uh, the turkey hunts are 2450 awesome. And that includes meals, lodging, everything except for your license and your turkey stamp. And, nice. and the gator, um, I'm assuming you get to keep all the meat from the gator. Yes, that, sir. Okay. You will leave our facility actually with processed gator meat. So we okay. have meat there at the facility. Uh, we'll give you what your gator's worth in the meat. Then you leave with the meat. Uh, and then the gator itself goes to a processing center, and then you can either send it to our taxidermist, or you can take it to your own taxidermist cool. if you would prefer. Cool. Awesome. Great. Man. Well, it's been a pleasure talking with you, Nick. Yes, and guys, sir. again, this is uh, God's Country Outfitters um, down here in the Outfitter Hall. Um, Nick, where can they find more information about you guys in particular? www.godscountryoutfitters.net. Awesome. Should Easy show you now. everything you need to know. And you guys are on Facebook and Instagram Facebook, too, right? Instagram, and Twitter, I believe. Awesome. Perfect. We're uh, reaching out there now. Yeah. Too, so yeah, that's right good. On. Yeah. Right on. Thanks, well, Nick. Thank Thanks, you, Nick. guys. We thank appreciate you. it. We are in the fishing hall with Dry Case at booth 2431. How are you doing, Ryan? Doing well. Doing so, well. Obviously, dry boxes, dry bags. What else do you got going on here? Yep, so the company actually started with dry bags for your phone case. It's a vacuum-sealed phone case, so we put a one-way check valve that we actually took from the medical side of our company. It started off as cast covers, pick line covers, um, stuff to protect your gear when you were going out in the water. We took that same technology, the vacuum seal, we put on a phone case when smartphones started coming out. No kidding. So now you can take that exact same check valve that we use on our medical side, you use it on the phone case, you vacuum seal your phone every time you use it. It allows you to take it at depth. You could dive with it 100 plus feet underwater is what, what we have a rating at um, you still use the God. phone it's great for pictures um, so then after a few years of that we got some you know some name recognition so we started coming out with bags waterproof backpacks dry bags we do large duffels coolers and um, some other electronic stuff like speakers and earbuds well just starting out with that dry bag for your phone I noticed it's very responsive for your touchscreen yeah which compared to other models I mean I've been through a few yeah all of us have been through a few yeah cases that are waterproof. Mm -hmm. I think you guys have a product that might be a step above the competitors. Yeah, absolutely. And being the vacuum seal really brings it all together for a few reasons, not just because you can take it to depth, but like you said, you can use that touchscreen flawlessly because it's vacuum sealed into place. So your phone's not sliding around. There's no air bubbles. There's no kind of weird, awkward space between your phone and the case. So using it and then taking pictures as well. It's a clear case. If you keep it nice and clean, which is easy to do, you can take clear pictures with it. And we find with people have their smartphones now, it's almost taken over some of their other cameras. So sure. they can leave their smartphone in there and take clear pictures every time you use it. You were, you were showing me a mountable feature of that phone case. Yeah. So uh, recently we just came out with these accessories for it. So now you can put a little disc on the back of it and you can mount this onto a suction cup mount. And we're also doing rail mounts for uh, bicyclists or even if you have a rail on your kayak or your boat, you're no able to secure way. that to it. So yeah, yeah, with a quarter inch thread pretty exactly much. Exactly right. You know, you yeah. can mount it any any yep, situation. Any you situation, want. yeah. And so we that kind of came into our um, our minds as uh, the paddleboard industry kind of drove us there. We had paddleboarders who are a big, you know, big part of what we who we sell to, uh, sure. asking us to be able to mount our phone case somehow to their board. So the suction cup, which we already do with our waterproof speaker, we just became, you know, we came up with a system to put that on your paddleboard now from the phone case. Yeah, and that's the cool thing with all the products that you guys have here. They're versatile. It's not like it's only for hunters or, right, or yep. people that fish or and you could 
take any of their dry bags and it would be ideal for camping, for fishing, for hunting. I mean, it's yeah, a we great can, versatile product. We have, that's nice, it's a blessing for us that we can cover everybody from surfers to paddleboarders, kayakers, fishing, hunting, yeah. dive industry is big for us. Um, even tourists, I mean, beach yeah. beach towns. And we developed all this stuff, uh, Wrightsville Beach, Wilmington, North Carolina, on the coast. So the beach yeah. is always in mind. It protects your stuff from sand. Yeah. You know, wind, rain, snow, water. So, Ryan, take a second, walk us through how it actually works. If I'm going to take my phone and put it in one of these cases and make sure that it's waterproof to 100 feet, what do I got to yep. go through to So there's, on the top of the case, there are some U-locks. There's spinning wheel locks, and you line those up. It opens up very easily. So you slide your phone in there, um, and then you spin those wheel locks back shut. So the top is what clips, clips shut, and that'll be totally secure on this top. This is not like a Ziploc It is not a Ziploc bag. You know, we don't do Ziplocs. We don't do zippers. We don't mess around with anything that can potentially fail. Sure. There's the, no, like, trifold of it either. No, not at all. You don't have to spin it shut. You don't. I've seen other bags that have four Ziplocs. On. Yep. Why do you? Uh, why do they have four Ziplocs? Because and one of them leaks. Because yeah. one of them's going to leak, and then the next one's going <laughs> to leak. all of them. Yeah. So these clips on the top make it nice and easy to open up, and they make it nice and tight, too. Because every time you use that case, it comes with this hand pump. So after you slide your phone in, you pump all the air out, you can actually self-test it. That one-way check valve will hold that uh, air pump ball completely flat. Okay. If it were to fill back up with air, you would know there was a break in the case. So there's no air getting in. Gotcha. That way you know it's every time you use it, it's going to be secure. Ryan, do you mind just running through the list of products that you guys offer? Yeah, absolutely. Um, just so that way our listeners can get an idea. So we also offer a couple different earbuds for the case. So our phone case also has a built-in headphone jack. So there is a headphone jack built in. You can plug that into your phone. You don't need to take your phone out to answer calls, talk on the phone, listen to music. Uh, so we have a couple different earbuds that clip in to the phone. One set that has a microphone, one that's just a straight earbud set. And then we also do a Bluetooth set uh, to be able to do that wirelessly. We have a waterproof Bluetooth speaker that floats. That also comes with some of the mounts that I mentioned earlier. That comes with a suction cup mount. But you said it floats. It does float, yeah. Wow. So and it has pretty good sound. I mean, pretty good sound. Wow. 5-watt speaker. It's Bluetooth, but it can also um, connect to an FM radio. And it floats. It floats. So again, talking about who we sell to, we also sell to um, the pool and spa industry. Yeah. yeah. You buy a pool, you buy a spa, some of these people are offering a Bluetooth and, floating And all these products that you mentioned, the earbuds and speaker, they're all 100% waterproof. Everything we do is 100% waterproof. That's, That's correct. Yeah. So the speaker, which is great. Um, then we do waterproof backpacks, a couple different sizes of those, 20 and 35 liter backpacks. We and offer the Mossy Oak. The the dry bags too, from backpack to regular dry Absolutely, bags. Absolutely, yep. Backpacks to regular dry bags as well. We do 10 liter, kind of standard everyday dry bags with a shoulder sling, and then the backpacks with shoulder straps. One thing that stands out to me when I look at these dry bag products is the check valve. I have a lot of trouble when I'm packing a dry bag, I get air. Right. Okay, so then yeah. I have is, you know, I need to stuff this bag somewhere. Yep. I'm taking up airspace in yep. whatever I'm it's using. It's bulky, it. hard to it's, carry yeah. around. Yeah. So you can use that one way valve, squish it down, get some of that extra. Your size right. out of the bag, relock the valve, and That's you're good right. to go. That's right. Yeah, with the convenience of not having to open up that bag from the top every time. So if you're trying to save space, you might have sealed your bag already. Well, you know you got to open it back up to push the air out. Well, yep. we put this one wave or uh, this purge valve on the bottom to be able to push the air out instead of having to open it up every time. And like you said, it saves space. If you guys are going on a buddy of yours' boat, he doesn't want you bringing a bunch of bulky space. You're taking up all the room on the boat yeah. or in yep. the kayak. So it's nice and convenient, and you can squish that down. Also, you leave enough air in these bags, they will float too. Yeah. Because they will be airtight. So that's another cool little so, feature. So you're saying, well, my kayak, 
I can load this thing up with all my tackle boxes, leave some air in it, and then is it safe to even you know, just float it you know, beside me, tow it along You with can me. tow it along, you can pull it behind you, you can swim with it. When yeah. you wet wade, yeah. you can just have it tied to your waist. Absolutely. You don't even have to have it on your back. There was one day last year we were wet wading and the river was particularly high and my shoulder bag was soaked. It took, uh, you know, two or three days of drying everything yeah, out. Yeah. And everything inside of it gets Everything wet. inside yeah. of it was soaked, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we make gear for uh, people who want to use it for guys like you. I mean, this stuff is, is durable. Uh, the backpacks and the, some of the other bags have lifetime warranties yeah so um we great really colors you know you're, you're matching everything that's out there you got mossy oak yeah you got some nice blues and uh yeah great looking product this yeah. is yeah. great thank yeah. you thanks awesome. ryan so if if we can reach you on the internet or social media how do we sure. do that so you can find us at drycase.com uh you can also find us on instagram and facebook and all your other social medias it's going to be at drycase um, and then, you know, we're in Outfitters and Gear Shops um, awesome. in all 50 states. So stop in your local shop, support them, uh, and, you know, buy our stuff there and ask for Dry Case. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome, Ryan. Again, we are with Dry Case. It is booth 2431 in the fishing hall. Stop down, check them out. They have a great product. Find them on the Internet. Find them on social media. Thank you again, Ryan. Hey, guys. Thanks, thanks a lot. Ryan. Had a good time.